Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, There has been some bright spots and some positive changes to the way we live over the last two years that are worth acknowledging and even celebrating, according to some people. Not least because many of those changes have have saved many people money, made our world a healthier place and fostered a sense of community and support for local businesses. Some things we took for granted as a necessary evil pre-pandemic times have also been exposed as being as pointless as they are stupid. Uh, Now, the point is, is that, look, there's nothing good in the last two years to report. You know what I mean? People died. Um, we were locked down. People, you know, did get undiagnosed cancers uh, because, of course, it was impossible to get into a hospital or to get to see a doctor. Um, th- there's so many negatives from the pandemic, not just from the virus itself, but from the way we were all locked down and the way, you know, people's jobs were affected. A third of the country made a fortune. A third of the country didn't change at all because probably they worked in the public sector and they got paid anyway. And a third of the population, some lost their jobs completely, others lost it for a long period of time and lost a lot of money. So, you know, I'm not saying it balanced out, but it certainly didn't. But we certainly did get some new habits. And I want to know what they are. Some of those examples are staying connected across miles. We learned to use technology better. Things like FaceTime and Zoom became very popular. Everybody now knows what Zoom was. I guarantee you, in 2019, although Zoom has been around for many years, nobody knew what Zoom was. Nobody even used Zoom, particularly older people. Harnessing technology. Of course, the media harnessed technology. We had a lot of people working from home and you wouldn't have even known it. There were presenters and DJs all working from their bedrooms and you wouldn't have even known it. You would have thought they were in the studio just like you think I am right now, where I'm not. I'm actually in Florida at the moment. I'm in a, you know, a, a four-bedroom house. I have a swimming pool outside. And I'm broadcasting live from Florida as we speak. Truthfully. You believe that, didn't you? Okay, but I could be. The point is I could be. And that's the way we harness technology. God, I'd love to be. Um, we saw life in a bigger frame. I suppose we looked at the more important things in life. We prioritised a little bit better. Uh, we learned new skills. Some people had to reskill because they might have lost their jobs. We appreciated nature because we might have went for a walk and you kind of walked through the park with more than you did before. You kind of saw things and you went, hmm, there were not a tree there before. Oh, look at that. There's a fox. Anyway, um, we appreciated science. Some did and some didn't, in fairness, because some of the science was nonsense. There was one, do you remember that science that was coming out there at the start when it all went a bit bonkers? If you're taller, you have a better chance of getting the sea. If you have red hair, you have a better chance of getting it. All that nonsense that came out. Any, any story would have done once it mentioned the C word. And of course, pets. We appreciated our pets better. They're called the pandemic pets. People bought dogs and cats uh, because they wanted some company at home while they were remote working. Anyway, there's loads of things. So I want to know today. Today I want to know what are the positive things, not the negative stuff. We all know the negative stuff. There was a lot of it. What are the positive things that you've learned or taken from the last two years? So things that you appreciate more, changes you've made to your life. Maybe you stopped drinking or you stopped smoking or something. I don't know. Changes you made to your life. Maybe you had an extra few babies because I'm sure there was a bit of a baby boom. Uh, things that you changed or things that happened that are positive over the last two years. I want to hear them today. And I've got one of Ashling's hampers to give away. Um, there's a, a kind of Ireland's classic hits mug in it and a couple of things and bits and pieces. Anyway, we'll give them away randomly to somebody. All right, she'll do it at the end of the show. She'll pick out a couple of random texts or WhatsApps. Uh, numbers 087 188 
So just fill in the blank. The one positive thing to come out of this pandemic, Niall, is blank. And that's personal to you, of course. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing? Hi, how are you? Hey, you know, now, Sharon, you had a positive thing, didn't you? Very positive, yep. Okay, so so how did this positive thing start off? Um, well, I suppose I was single for a while, and then with the pandemic started and working up the walls, I worked on the tonic and go with, um, but then the really have time to be doing anything anyways. But, oh, okay. Um, friends then kind of were go online, go online, go online dating, and so went online dating. And what, what, what app did you use for the online dating? Tinder. Tinder, okay. Yeah, tried a few of the other ones. We won't mention any of them ones. But, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. There's a lot of them out um, there, yeah. There's a lot of them out there, yeah. And, uh, a, yeah lot of, a lot of them are not really any good. Some of them are just hookups, aren't they, really? They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We good. all know what they're looking for, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, by the yeah. way, can I ask you how old you are, Sharon? Uh, I'm just, uh, 40. Okay. I'm 40 ah, you're only a spring chicken. Go on, yeah? Um, don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I uh, was online for a while, about a month, two months, and started talking to a guy called Gary. So okay. Me. Um, <laughs> and Hiya, Barry. Yeah, yeah go on. We, um So, yeah, we were chatting away for about a week or so, and he seemed normal. And He seemed normal, <laughs> which is probably unusual for Tinder, but go on, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean oh, I could write a book. Oh, I tell you, there's some. Did you have any before you met Barry, by the way? And I don't want to be outing you here in case Barry doesn't know. But did you Barry. have any mad dates that you meant to meet someone and they were nuts? Like, yeah, yeah, I had a couple of us. Yeah. yeah, 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 or psychos. Psychos, yeah, 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 one or two of them as well. Yeah, unfortunately, many people have had that experience. Somebody who seems reasonably all right, the profile picture looks pretty cool, and then you go yeah. meet them and they're psycho from hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, done that. yeah, you're looking for an excuse to get out. So half would do the meeting. Go, hold on. I think one of my kids are sick. But you didn't tell me you had kids. I don't. Yeah, one of my kids are sick. I gotta go home. <laughs> so anyway, so you met Barry online. You were chatting away to Barry, and you said to Barry, Barry, sorry, Gary. Oh, Gary. Gary. Yes, yeah, Gary. I don't want any Barrys coming around. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gary. Okay, so you met Gary online. And met him online. Yeah. yeah um, arranged to meet him. Yeah, arranged to meet him. He said, uh, we live in an area in, in Goa, Dwiska, and we said we meet at a park. Okay. Because uh, he told me he was from, um, well, it was funny, he told me he was from the Briar Hill area. Okay. He was from around the corner from where I live, two minutes from me. Well, that's a good but, idea, by the way. Always meet somebody in a public place. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, I, I didn't really think about it. It just said where I was from, so. Yeah, but yeah. We met anyways, and yeah, went for a walk, and uh, this, really. <laughs> okay. And 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 did was it a chemistry hit immediately? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, when we met, we had so much in common and liked the same things and stuff. So we just kept a casual at first, meeting up, um, had dinner and stuff, and going for walks and things like that, and just kept going, you know. And then how long how long did it take to become a thing, like where, where you were a couple or an item? Did that take only a couple of weeks? Oh, it didn't take that long, not to be fair. We'd met in October, and by Christmas we were definitely a couple. <laughs> you were a thing, an item? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, so how long are you with him now? So we're together now uh, a year, uh, what is it? No, a year and four months. Okay. And yeah. and so the latest news now is? The latest news now is we're planning to get married. Congratulations, Sharon. We were in Iceland for New Year's, New Year's and we got engaged in Reykjavik. Very good. Very nice. I hope he did. The, did he come up with a nice ring? He did. A beautiful ring. Yeah. Okay. He did well, did he? He did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the way. <laughs> came, up, came up trumps. Okay. Okay. So and when is the wedding? Uh, so we're planning to get married next year in Portugal, uh, September next year. Just saving for a deposit now to get a booked and that's it. All right, well done. Okay, so, and will there be many people invited to the wedding in Portugal? 
Um, we're going to keep it simple enough, maybe about 40, 50. Okay, so um, just family and friends, or close family friends. Family friends, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds beautiful, by the way. Are you going to get married on the beach or something? Um, yes, on the beach, yeah. Okay. And, but by the way, can I ask you, if it's not a personal question, how does that work out? So if you're getting married in Spain or Portugal or away and abroad, do you have to then pay their flights? Uh, no, as far as I know. I won't uh-huh. <laughs> that could be expensive. So you just pay your own, like, and everybody else, if they want exactly. to go, pays yeah. theirs. Well, I mean, look, they're killing two birds at one stone. They're getting a holiday and they go to a wedding at the same well, time. And Portugal is fabulous. I don't know if you've been there now. Oh, I have. I've been to Portugal. It's beautiful. I love it. So, yeah, um, beautiful. That's where we're going. All right, okay. Well, look, the best of luck to you, Sharon, and Gary, not Barry, Gary. Uh, the best of <laughs> luck to you. And, and that's a wonderful positive thing to come out of the, the pandemic, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Thanks. Thanks, Sharon. Thanks, bye. See you. Bye, bye. There you go, Sharon. Something wonderful come out of the pandemic. A husband. <laughs> you can't get much more wonderful than that, really, can you? I'm looking at some of the uh, the texts and WhatsApp messages coming in. Best thing to come out of the COVID is working from home. I love it. As an introvert, I find small, uh, small talk tedious. Uh, being able to get my work done and not having to interact with people is a joy. I've never been happier. Us introverts have been thriving during the lockdown. I can't come on the air. Absolutely, introverts have been thriving during the lockdown. Mags, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mags? Oh, sorry, Mags. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon to you. How are you? Uh, I'm getting them. Doing the best I can. Right. Yeah. So, so something positive came out of the lockdown for you. So, what what was the what, what got you to make this decision? By the way, um, this day, thirty first of last year, I got my positive PCR test. Right. Okay. Oh, that was so that, that was that didn't yeah. feel nice, did it? No. No. And so, after forty two years, I thought, no, I have to give up. This is it. This there is always something a defining line. Yeah. You know, I've had a few of those moments in my life, Mags. Where <laughs> I've I, had a few. <laughs> I've had a few of those moments where I said I need to give up, yeah, and then I went yeah. back on them again. Cigarettes we're talking no, about, of course. No, seriously, I have never tried for as for as long as a day or more. You know. Yeah. So I thought this is it. I live on my own. It was lockdown. I was uh, had had uh, COVID. Yeah. So I thought and how was it? How, I mean, at that time, of course, we were a bit more scared of COVID than we are now uh, because was it was a different yeah. variant as well. So, yeah. yeah so, I mean, how how were your symptoms? Were you all right or were you? I, I, I just like a flu. Okay. You had a bad, very, like a bad cold. Yeah. yeah. Very okay. chesty. And yeah. of course, I isolated then. It was 10 days. And I, I think I did the patch for about a, a, a week. Yeah. And I was down the shop one day and realized, oh, God, I like have no patch on, you know? Yeah. So I thought I'm going to throw them back in the press. And did you have any any reaction to the patch? Because I tried the patch years ago and I ended up having nightmares. I kept having uh, nightmares when I was using the patch. That not, was, it was like an overdose no. of nicotine or something. No, not that I can, no, not that I can recall. No, I mm. didn't. No. Right, okay. And then I, I kind of went to buying cigarettes but not inhaling them. Right. <laughs> I thought, well, this is not really good. <laughs> That's, this is not so what? Like, you're just puffing on them like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding them. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep the habit going. Was yeah, shit. just to do something with your hands. Well, you, you weren't lighting them, I assume, were you? No, 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 no. But, um, well, the odd one, but I wouldn't inhale it, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not so too that, sure, by the way, in case, you know, the HSC are listening. As a broadcaster, I think I have a responsibility to say, I don't think that makes too much of a difference, by the way. Still not good for your health. It yeah. is all in the mind. And I have yeah. to say, after 40 uh, like I'm, I'm 63 in April. Yeah. And I, I started when I was about 14. 
So the, do you you do the maths? And I thought that you know if I can do it now. Now it wasn't easy. Yeah, but it was easier than I thought. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. no absolutely. Yeah. Because some people yeah, are terrified yeah. of even trying. And I did. I, I gave them up for three years. Yeah. And yeah, no, and it yeah. wasn't easy. I, yeah. uh, but unfortunately, I had a point in my life where things went pear shaped. So I, I know, yeah. I, and and then you end up for some reason you fall back to these things. I'm sure it's like people who are yeah. alcoholics or whatever. When something goes wrong, you can, the first thing you do is go yeah. fall back to it or something for some reason. Well, I've heard a lot of that, but I'm you know I'm I'm early days and I've done the hard work now. Yeah, and I really don't want to go back. Great, I'm delighted. And, and by the way, yeah. when you're out and about and somebody else is smoking mags, and oh, you get a, and you get so a sniff of us. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I, I, I'm, I hate to be saying this to you, but do you ever, are you ever tempted St. Jay's, I'd love one? Oh, yes. Now, I, I often, as I say, I, I live alone. And, and by the way, I think that helped me. Yeah. Because if I was ever feeling irritable, there was no one around me to get it in the neck. Oh, OK, yeah. Because you would have been, been first cranky, would you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm cranky. I know I'm not really. Ah, you don't <laughs> but, sound too cranky, Max. No. Um, no. And I think that also helped me. Right. You know? Yeah. But I, what, what I was terrified of in the market, how am I going to do this? I like a cup of tea and a fag. Yeah. After me dinner, a fag. Yeah. So it was all about changing the routine. I know, and that that's me as well. I'm a cup of tea and a fag uh, after me dinner, yeah. after yeah. I ha- out the door, have yeah. a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And at work or, or stuff like that, we'd mm. all go, you're not coming nice for a fag? No. no. Yeah. No, I'm done now, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah. See, I don't know what I do here because if I stop smoking tomorrow... Ashling and Ruth still smoke. You yeah. know what I mean. So I, so I, so I'd, I'd have to go downstairs with them because we have our little production meeting downstairs in the car yeah. park. And so what am I supposed to do? Stand there looking at them, sniffing the cigarettes yes, they're smoking. Only before Christmas at work, and and the guy said to me, "Oh, I said, where are you going?" He said, "We're going for a fag, Max, but you're not in our gang anymore." Oh, you right, yeah, yeah. So that's the problem is you become a bit of a social outcast. Then. You're not with the smokers anymore. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, I can't say I feel. A hell of a lot healthier. Yeah. Um. I I tell you what I have done. Put on. A, I put on weight. I'm twelve stone. Okay. Yeah. But people do ask because you, know? you replace the problem is when you give up smoking, Sweet you smoke, tend to yeah. replace it with something else. So you know the odd donut out of the oh, fridge or whatever. Would you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I'm doing. I did three laps of the park this morning. Right. Got on to try and get out walking every morning. Bright mornings. You know. Okay. And did you get a cough after you gave them up? Because I I, I, never, I, I found I had a cough. a cough after I gave them up. No. I never had to cough. I don't feel massively healthier. Okay. You know, I probably ah, well, you are. Am. Yeah, you will be. You'll, you in know, the long term, in the long term. Max. Yeah. So it was a good year in that sense. And my granddaughter got to go to the USA for life-saving, uh, life-changing uh, uh, surgery. Oh, that's wonderful. What was wrong with her? She was only four. She had, uh, she was on your show. My daughter was on your show, Leslie. Um, okay. She, um, Remind me, remind had, me, Max, remind yeah, me. she had cerebral palsy. Okay. Leslie, Leslie fundraised to get her to St. Louis for SDR surgery. So she's out of her wheelchair and she was walking into the school this morning. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. That so mo- it was a good year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it's all good. She's only four. She only four, four, turned four the early this month, you know. Yeah, the name Sienna's coming to my head now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. great. So it's it's a lot of physio and um, you know, it was a good year and we're very positive. All right, well look, that's wonderful. So that mm. there's been lots of positivity mm. for you. That's great. And stay yeah. off the smokes, Max, okay? Stay off them. Uh will you stop? Huh? I, I, well, I, no, I'm not putting you under pressure. I'm just saying stay off them. 
I keep you posted. <laughs> oh, yeah, do, do. Keep me updated, all right? Let me know how you I get on, know. okay? Okay, thank all you. All right, see you, Wonderful to talk to you. Let me go to Jer as well. Jer, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jer? Hey, man, how are you? Okay, something positive happened to you during the pandemic? Yeah, quite random. Um, I went down to help out a friend coach a basketball team, and after one or two sessions, I ended up meeting the love of my life. Oh, yeah. And, and what was she there playing basketball? or She was actually there with her daughter and we have her daughter to thank for it because um, her daughter made a smart comment about the mammies being not socially distant. Everyone okay. laughed. I looked around and asked who owned the child. Yeah. And when her mother said, oh, she's mine, uh, I kind of decided that I wanted her to be mine as well. Oh, very so, good, yeah, very good. There. So there was an instant chemistry, Jerry. Is that what you're telling me? Um, pretty much, Noel, yeah. What I didn't know at the time was she'd she'd done her homework. The mummy had already um, sussed you out about me. Oh, okay. Whereas uh, I was going in completely blind. So she could have been but, married uh, for all you know. I, I, yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I had to quick check of the finger to make sure there was no ring there. But <laughs> that, that, was, that was a good indicator, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but she had already checked out if you were single. Exactly, yeah, she'd already done her bit of homework with some of the other mammies, so uh, yeah. she, she knew about me before I knew about her. Wait, so she was kind of saying to her mates, he's a bit of all right, is he married? Yeah, I don't even know when he's married. <laughs> Pre- pretty much that's the way it went, all right. So how long are you with her now? Uh, we'll be coming to two years in July. By the way, did you did you ask her out during the basketball session, or did you wait to the more didn't. We appropriate time? Of <laughs> and again, similar to your uh, caller there who was on about, you know, when when it became official. Um, her daughter actually turned around while we were having dinner one day and went, well, you two are an item now. <laughs> and and that was it. A thing. Yeah, you're a <laughs> so, thing yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And, and and of course, the daughter got to know you to the basketball as well, which was great. It saved a bit of hassle, by the way. It did indeed. Yeah, it was great. And the, the club have got a coach out of it as well, so. Yeah, I've stuck around in a coaching capacity, not just as a okay as a boyfriend. So, when will the wedding be? That, that's the big question, Noel. Who knows? Yeah, we're not we're not rushing into anything just yet. I, well, I'm not. There's no pressure, Jerry. I wasn't putting pressure on you. What's her <laughs> What's her name, by the way? Uh, Erica. Erica, you need to put a bit of pressure on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually sitting out in the car and all listening in. So oh, is he? Well, thanks, Erica, thanks yeah, you need you need a now bit of diamond on your finger there, Erica. Thanks, Noel. Cheers. Yeah, Thanks see, see, see how quickly you're getting off the air now, Jer, huh? <laughs> you were gagging to get on there and tell me all about your positivity. <laughs> Listen, the best of luck to you and Erica, and I hope everything. I hope you have a wonderful future together, all right? Cheers. Jer. Thanks, Noel. Cheers. Thanks, Jer. Thanks, Erica, by the way, for listening to the car. Bernie, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernie? I'm in the basement. You're in, in, in Florida, is it? I'm in the basement. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm broadcasting <laughs> right now live from Florida. I'm looking out at my pool. I really believe Jeff's going, God, it's freezing down. You perish. <laughs> you're in Florida. Oh, I tell you, I wish. I wish. I know. Sounds amazing. Oh, you, but you could do it, by the way. I know. Yeah, I know. imagine like I could, you know, if I rented a house set over there, sat by the pool every morning with my microphone, oh, Ashley oh, could just God. put the calls through to me. You know what I mean? It'd be great, <gasps> wouldn't that, it? That's possible with Zoom and all them. Yours. Oh, and yeah. No, we would, no, we, no we, we, sure, we could do it. It's not even, we don't even use Zoom. There's technology here in the radio stations. Sure, oh, there's, wow. there's a load of them doing it in different radio well, stations. No, I was like, you wouldn't be sending a pigeon then. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I, maybe I'd let Ashton come over and Ruth come over every now and again for a oh, little no, visit. Ashton, no, they're part of the deal. You can't be going without. Ah, them. no, but no, no, so they'd, ah, they'd, no, they'd no, have to no, stay no, here no, to put the calls it. through. No, no, no. In case that happens, you have to. Be, they have to be there with you. I don't know about that now. <laughs> don't think Karen. Don't think Karen would appreciate that. 
Oh, it's huge. You'd be delighted. Having the two of them in the house with me. Because, you know, you'd be going all the time. These two girls would keep you, you know, floor-centred. We'd have to get them a little house out the back or something like that. A little room for the two of them. you know, and some of those houses in Florida have, you know, a couple of extent, you know. Yeah, for the staff. Staff quarters. (laughs) 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 Anyway, Bernie, what happened to you during the pandemic? Well, I put on weight. Um... Um, I drank That's not a positive wine. thing, by the way. Can no, I just point no, out? I, I actually started walking a lot more. I'm, I'm able to walk five miles a day now. Before, I was only able to walk 100 yards. Um, I got to know my neighbours a lot better because I was walking by if you wanted to pick up something for them. And, you know, we got to know each other. Yeah, there's a better uh, sense of community now, isn't there? Particularly in rural yeah. Ireland, by the way. Exactly. And uh, I got a new grandchild, a lovely little boy called Lachlan. And I'm so happy he's a year old now and he's mm-hmm. a beauty. Yeah. So, so um, and that was it. And I think I, I appreciate more. Uh, I didn't. I didn't master Zoom. I'm sorry. I tried my best, but I could never master it. I tried to go on conversations with my family, but that was fine. You know, I couldn't. Ma- I did, I why, why, why? Why did you give up? What was going wrong? Uh, you know the the signal thing, and then you know somebody be talking. There was, there's about six of us on in one go, say, and you'd be going, "Oh, what, what's number three doing? What's number five? <laughs> you couldn't hear it, so you're really, yeah. you're kind of getting half the conversation. So it was kind of frustrating. Yeah, it works better on a laptop because at least then you can see everybody. When you're yeah. doing it on a phone, because we do it for work here. And, yeah. you know, we have a meet with the consultants or whatever, myself and Ashling and Ruth, and then there'd be two consultants and then there'd be a boss and there'd be somebody else. And, like, if there's six or seven people, it's a pain. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're you're trying to switch screens to see who's talking constantly all the time. And I'm not good at it, I'll be honest with you. But yeah, if it's no, on a laptop, I can see everybody. Yes, which makes more sense probably now. In hindsight. But I was never a technology person. You know, I only half mastered it. I can do the basics. Yeah. But um, the, the the negatives, I suppose, was the isolation from family. That's the part that I found hardest. Um, yeah. Not being able to visit my mum and my sisters and brothers in Dublin. Um, being very, very aware of where you could, could and couldn't go and being afraid that you would do something that would be breaking laws. So that kind of, that was a part that I didn't really get. It came down so suddenly. Do you know what I mean? One yeah. minute you were driving around and the next minute you were within five mile kilometres. And it really was nerve wracking for a bit. But then once we mastered it and we didn't get COVID and, we, you know, you didn't have to wash everything. And we kind of relaxed. And I felt that... I felt sorry inside. for the guards to some degree because they've been asked to do a job which was completely outside their remit. Uh, to stop people from driving their cars five kilometres from their homes. And, and that wasn't good because it created this us and them scenario with the guards which I didn't like seeing. Yeah, and also I felt so sorry for the people who had to say goodbye to their family on a phone in a hospital setting. That's, like that, that was, was disastrous. That, that was disastrous. And that should be reflected in, 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 never mind giving us days off, those people struggled and suffered. You know, mm. what, what I don't, I, in hindsight now, I don't know how necessary that was. Um, me you either, Niall. I don't no. know why we had to do that. I, I don't thought, I don't believe it was necessary. And I know some yeah. hospitals are still at it, by the way, to some degree. Um, no. But but I don't believe it's necessary. Um, I think uh, that, that was a big, huge mistake to do that. Absolutely. And uh, say somebody coming back from Australia because their father or mother had got COVID and they were passing away. And they had to say goodbye to their family on the phone, which happened to some of my neighbours. Their mother was dying and they had yeah. to put the phone up to the mother to let the son in Australia say goodbye because he couldn't even get to the, to the funeral. That's so awful. those kind of things was rotten. Absolutely right. And, and, and I believe uh, in reflection, and, and hopefully there will be a full public inquiry into how we dealt with it, was completely unnecessary. Yes. Um, we we should, because I can tell you now, I, I, I've said this before, if one of my parents, thankfully, when I say thankfully they're both dead, thankfully they're both dead before the pandemic came. Um, yes. But if that had been, I remember spending the last two days of my life up and down to Tala Hospital when my mother was dying. And, mm-hmm. um, 
when I say the last two days, the last two days I would have been there the longest. I was there every day. She was there for nearly a month before she died. But I, I there's no one, no wild horses wouldn't stop me. Have been no. to be there, you know, when she's holding her hand and taking her her dying breath or whatever it happened to be. You know, you just couldn't stop somebody from being there. Yeah, but we did, and and we have to hold our hands up and say that happened. That it mm. actually happened, and I don't understand. And I know we were all in, in we were all in this mo- model, you know. But that's one of the things that. But it, I, so I I spoke to somebody on the air about a year and a half ago, and she watched her mother die through a glass window in a nursing home. Right, and um, yeah. she was there, but she was outside the window while her mother was taking her last breath, and. I do not, under any circumstance, even if it was the bubonic plague we were talking about, I don't understand the logic of that because the woman was dying anyway. What yeah. difference would it have made to let them into the room? She's not, it's not like she's going to catch COVID and die. Yeah, I know. We don't, you know, with that, that was one of the things I don't, that was a negative that really affected me and, and the girls who were yeah, pregnant. Absolutely. And husband. Those absolutely. things, I, need, I want to have answers to them, to be honest, and I don't have the answer myself. But, the but getting back to the positive things, yes. Yeah, positive. I, I learned how to write a few bits about your life. You know the way you think, oh, I must write that down sometime. And, you know, I got to see, got to knit and got to do things I wouldn't have done before. I got to sew. I got well, to well you couldn't knit. Yeah. Well, I couldn't Bernie, how old are you? Six and th- I'm 63 next month. And you, I, I hate, hate stereotype you here, but you are a woman and you don't know how to knit. I did, but I'd forgotten. I'd learned in school, <laughs> but I forgot. My mother even knows. taught me how to knit when I was a child. I think I'd have forgotten about it now. But I remember my mother teaching me how to knit a pearl. St- is it a pearl stitch? Plain pearl, yeah. Yeah, plain, plain pearl. pearl. Yeah, plain and pearl. And Camille, I learned uh, the piano again. I had it. I, I decided to go back to learning how to do to play a few uh, the ivories again. Do you know? Right. Okay. So I, I, I self-taught myself again, if you know what I mean. And can you play a tune? I could. T- yeah, I could. I can't, obviously, in the car, but I could. Yeah, I can play. Okay, no, well, I know. Yeah, you might recognise it, you might not, you know. Okay, well, you're in the car now at the moment, so the next time yeah. you're at home during the day and you're on the air, we'll get you to play a tune. Okay. Oh, oh, for <laughs> Valentine's Day, I'll play you a song. <laughs> yeah, for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Bernie, it's been lovely talking to you. And by the way, it's been lo- throughout the pandemic, you were on a couple of times, by the way, you were always a very positive person and always good oh, to have on the air. thank you very much, Niall. But look, life is for living and um, hopefully we all get together now. and don't be worrying about weight and everything. Life is just Absolutely. Enjoyed. Absolutely. Just get on with it. Thank you very much indeed, Bernie. Have a wonderful day. All right, so Bernie had a lot of good things there. She appreciates nature, sense of community. She got a new grandchild. Um, uh, Well, she put on a bit of weight, but that's not very positive. But think about it and saying that it's not the worst thing that can happen as well. Uh, The number is 087-188-008 if you have anything positive to reflect on uh, from the pandemic. Hi, Niall. Fantastic show. Best thing that came out of the pandemic is to be reunited with my sister, after 11 and a half years, um, it was just so amazing for all the family. We just had a fallen out a long time ago and to see her and all her children just lifted all our spirits, my mom and dad especially, and we're just so happy to have them all back in our lives again. Absolutely. What a lovely story. Let me just go to John. John, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Niall, I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, something positive happened to you during the pandemic? I did. I, I did a master's, uh, which I wouldn't otherwise have been able to do. It was fantastic. Right. Okay. So, so what were you working at, kind of pre-pandemic? I, I, yeah, I, I'm a structural engineer. I have three days a week engineering, and I have another little food business as well in Mitchtown. So that keeps me busy right, for the other okay. three. But I always wanted to. All of my study has been as a mature student, and I wanted to do a master's because it's a requirement in Ireland to get chartered. Yeah. Um, and it just it was a time constraint. I just couldn't take that time off work to do it uh, in in Waterford in double IT. 
So you did, you did a degree in energy or energy en- engineering, is that it? Correct, yeah, sustainable energy engineering. It's uh, just a follow-on from. I had done the uh, my first degree in in, um, in civil engineering, then I did structural engineering after that. So the gap in my knowledge was really the sustainable energy part of it for ventilation. And it's, a, it's a big. Okay, big I was going to say to you. So what's the advantage of that part of engineering? I mean, obviously it's to do with uh, the future and climate change and all that kind of stuff. So it's to do with sustainable energy. Correct. Uh, the drive nowadays is to have what we call a near-zero energy building. So we recognise that you use energy, obviously, but we want to also generate some energy. So you'd have a net zero or close to net zero uh, in households. And so that programme covered all of the technology available and all of the design. Solar panels, all that kind of stuff, yeah? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Wind and solar. Well, and now, mind, and you, also, the, mind you, the government are kind of going for a net zero by, you know, 2050. I... I think that's unsustainable because, I, you know, unless we're all going to live in caves, I, I don't think we can get to net zero. I think that's a bit of an ask, isn't it? The technology at the minute won't allow us, but, you know, the speed of technology now and the speed of development is mm-hmm. will allow us ultimately. But, of course, you have to start someplace. And yeah, of course, yeah. The, the important thing, of course, is to get people to aspire to it. So it's it's a... It's a mental shift rather than a technological shift. I, I right think now. I think it is going to have to be a generational shift because, in other words... As a lot of people have houses that are over 30 or 40 years old, they're not going to be able to afford to get them retrofitted. They're not going to. And even if we do, a lot of those houses have still got drafts flying in and out of them, etc., etc. So I, I think to expect too much too quickly is probably a bit of an ask for most people. But I think, oh, you know, in time, in a generation, with new technologies you mentioned coming along, you know, down the road as well, I think it's possible. It absolutely will be possible. It will be possible before that. But, you know, there's a, there's a huge inertia to overcome when you're changing mindset from where we've come from, the open fire. We all love to see the flames. Mind um, you, it's really, the, yeah, the flames are a waste of money, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> it's a comfort thing, you know. It's a, Looks warm. You're sitting down at night and, 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 and you're looking at the fire. The energy part of it is the least of your worries. But so, so it is a generational shift, and we've yeah. all grown up with those, but our children won't. And our grandchildren absolutely won't. So, so do, you th- do you think the, the chimney on a house that we see, the traditional, you know, the four windows, the door and the chimney sticking out of the top that your child would always draw in school, do you think the chimney is going to be a thing of the past in 50 years' time? I think so. The chimney will be a thing of the past next year. Do you think so, yeah. So how, uh, do you think, uh, will we get to a point where houses will be built with no chimneys? Oh, completely. Yeah. The, the, only, the only purpose of a chimney is to vent the flue for combustion and that... From now on, well, not even from now, from a year and a half ago, that ceased to be uh, not necessarily a requirement, but you, you won't be allowed to do it anymore. You're not allowed to do it now. And if you think of it, it's an extremely inefficient way. Well, of to course, two-thirds of the heat is going out to uh, a hole in the absolutely, roof. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And I know it's a traditional feature you see on houses, but it's really, it's gone. Forget about it. Take a photograph of one of them yes. and keep it up on your wall. Your kids will use it at some stage in their lives. So, okay, and does that, yeah. by the way, this new master's degree, as well as anything else, does, does that allow you to earn more money, by the way? Well, it allowed me to delve into and be hopefully an authority on an area which I wasn't before. So it was a gap in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you, I, I'm a standalone engineer. I don't sit in a design office with two or three other engineers who in a portion out a different type of work. I end up doing everything yeah, uh, you know, so when you're in, when you're out doing site inspections and doing supervision and all that sort of stuff, ultimately you need to know what you're talking about. Well, of course, I, I, yeah, you I can't bluff your way through that kind of stuff. No, no, you you just simply can't because yeah. bluff costs money for the client and, and yeah. everything is so expensive nowadays. So you couldn't stand in front of somebody and pretend you know that stuff unless you're an authority on it. And and the masters does allow you to do that. Yeah, uh, so it's a fantastic program. It's run down in WIT. Um, it, it was run over. It's a two-year program, but 
I just didn't have the time. I didn't have the two days a week to take off uh, yeah. to go down. To, plus, well, when, when the COVID came along, of course, you were reduced, obviously, in the work that you were doing. So that gave you the opportunity then to have a think about doing that. Well, yeah, uh, not, yeah it didn't really, from a, for a one-man show, it didn't really, thankfully, it didn't reduce my workload. Okay. Uh, but it, it did give me the time. It allowed me to uh, shift around a few things and do yeah. a lot of stuff on night. Online, although I had a really bad <laughs> internet connection, I had, I had a hotspot on my phone, which I was limited to. But look, that was my own issue. But in terms of the program itself, it yeah. went 100, 100% online. We had just had to visit the campus yeah. uh, at the very start for induction and optionally then uh, do one at the end to do a presentation for our thesis. Um, but it was fantastic. I wouldn't well otherwise done. have been able to do it. Well done to you. Well, congratulations and well done. And uh, I suppose it is the future. I think more people should be investing in the future with those kind of courses. Listen, thanks very much indeed, John. I appreciate you coming on the air, all right? Great stuff. Thanks, there you go. Guys. John got his Master's in Energy and Sustainable Energy Engineering. Uh, let me go to Bernie. Bernie, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernie? Hey, Niall. How are you? How are you doing? What? Tell us your positive thing. <laughs> you bought a house. Yeah. Very after nice. You me, after you telling me to go up, up to where uh, meet or loud or, or somewhere else outside of Dublin. <laughs> Not because you couldn't afford one at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, you couldn't get it at the right price or whatever it was, wasn't it? It was just like we kept getting outbidded. Yeah. And uh, you were telling me to go further afield. But uh, I avoided your advice and I, uh, I got a house around the corner from where you grew up. Oh, you did? So um, So you, you bought a house in Edenmore? Yeah. So, <laughs> are, you, are you allowed to tell me which road you're on? Edenmore what? Just at the green. Oh, okay. So that would have been the top of my road. I was on Edenmore yeah, Gardens. Yeah. 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 yeah I often, I, I, I've often driven up and driven past my family home. Now, it's owned by somebody else now. Please, if the person's listening, I'm not a stalker. I'm just looking out. Uh, so, <laughs> and it, it does bring back a lot of memories. And so, you know, I had great memories living in Edenmore. And I was only looking at, they have a, a Facebook page, um, and I was yeah. I was only looking at it the other night, and somebody had put up a picture of, uh, you know, uh, six women and men who went to a dinner dance in Eden more recently, or, you know, back in the 70s, and my mum and dad was in the picture. And uh, there's some, oh. yeah, there's some great photographs up on their Facebook page, the Eden more Facebook page. They put some wonderful yeah, photographs. Yeah, and they do a lot of community as well. I see the, the Century Garden that actually got vandalised there the other day, but... The community seems to rally around and uh, fixing it up again. I, I saw that. And where is that garden now, by the way? Where is it? Um, it's just on the Springdale Road. They're just at the college. Okay, so okay, so it's behind the school there and the church. Yeah. When see now, when I lived in Edenmore, that was the dump. Uh, there was a huge big landfill there and then they what they did then was they built a park on top of the landfill just as I got a bit older there was about 16 or 17 they built a park on top of it because we used to go up there and collect frogs and newts we used to go up to the dump and collect <laughs> frogs and newts and and the shops that are all there in Edenmore I don't know if any of them still exist but there used to be Macaloons the Lido Cafe Farley's Shoe Shop Pat's News Agents there was Trifty Supermarket um, there was a tar- That's just up at the um, where Centre is and the, the what's that pub? The, the satellite um, it used to be Eugene's, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the Concord, the Concord is the other pub down Concord. there. Yeah. yeah, but look, it's a wonderful area. It's a wonderful community. Everybody used to know everybody when I lived there. I'm not too sure if it's still the same, but it is a lovely area. It's a wonderful area, and you and you're yeah. right in front of the green there too, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, and I'm blessed with the neighbours. The neighbours are absolutely amazing. They're re- they're really sound like. Well, look, I'm delighted you got your house. You're forever home. And well done to you. And have a wonderful future, you and your... and your. Uh, is it just yourself or are you and your partner? 
Oh, me and my fella, yeah. Okay, yeah, and July, okay. Well, look, have a lovely future in it. All right, Bernie. Yes, Thanks, Miles. All right, see you. Bye, <laughs> bye. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hit.